You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph. And today we have a very good friend of mine, Meghna Girish, who is aka known as Beauty from Ashes. So most people know her as by her uh, by her uh, by her pet name or uh, or this name, Beauty from Ashes, because she's actually an art therapist and a calligraphy artist. So she's actually uh, she uh, you should actually check out her works and the links to her Instagram is actually in the podcast description. You can actually go ahead and check it out because she does some real art works and you know she actually studied art therapy. She's a calligraphy artist. And her works are nothing but amazing. She's been an entrepreneur since 2017. She's been doing this. She's been doing it for a lot of people. And she ha- she's got a lot of fans all over India. She's actually shipping all- to all places across India. So Meghna Girish, welcome to Belvedere's podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Matthews, for that intro. No, I was like, I-, I was being modest. So that was like the least, you know, I could say about you. So, I mean, so we actually give a uh, uh, give two minutes to you. So, you know, you can speak about yourself, you know, just, just a quick intro because, you know, the Sto- the long story is actually pending uh-huh, so uh-huh. just a just a trailer a snippet of what you actually do and what you who you are okay so i am as as you mentioned i'm an art therapist and also i uh, have this uh, i have social media pages where i put out my artwork and i sell my my stuff so um i i'm involved into the mental health uh, field that's where art therapy comes uh, into the picture where i use the arts to help people heal and recover from their trauma. Uh, my area of expertise is abuse and trauma. And uh, along with that, uh, the um, uh, artwork and I, I myself, am, I'm a self-taught artist. So uh, I, I enjoy art. And so it's, it's good that people are willing to, uh, you know, fund me and pay, pay and uh, really support this vision and dream of mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very very briefly here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I was actually a customer of hers last year, so I actually got two three port- portraits all the way from India to US, and I still have that. I mean, you know, it's actually so nice. I mean, you know, it's actually it's something you know, it's like it's something very nice that you know we all keep in art is something that you know I think people actually love art. You know, art is yeah. actually something like you know people. Are, I mean, no matter how small it is or how big it is, you know, people always have an eye towards Absolutely. art. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's been progressing over the years. I mean, uh-huh. I have a lot of people who actually love art. I mean, I think that's like, uh, even though with, I mean, with dig- digitalization and everything still, art still has a particular value in the uh-huh. society or in between us. So I still believe that. So uh, so I want to ask you, so we're going to get ahead with the questions. Uh-huh. So uh, we're going to ask some, you know, very short stuff, you know, something that, you know, actually is going to help a lot of people who's going to listen to this podcast. Uh-huh. So I want to ask you this. So in an era of digitalization where everything we have uh, apps like Canva over or Spark, Adobe Spark, uh, where all these applications and in an era of digitalization where everything around us has a capability of being digitally rendered, mm-hmm. how has that affected artists uh, who work with hands like you? So uh, I would say this particular question and what you're asking right now, you know, became very real to me in the month of March this year because uh, you know, I had given in my resignation at the company I was working in in January, and little did I know that three months uh, later, you know, we'd be entering into uh, this this whole pandemic. And uh, my uh, at, at that moment, my focus was that uh, in in two months, you know, I would really be stepping out full fledged, and you know, 
selling my hand painted works and all of that but uh, and you know everything that i do requires me to step out of my home and engage with people meet people and uh, the 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 last week uh, of my uh, you know um, uh, stay at the company uh you know covid had already hit our city and uh, we were expecting a complete lockdown and this did put me a little out of balance and all that what i had planned all that uh you know i had thought and you know kind of went uh, i thought it went down the drain but uh you know they say necessity is a mother of invention and when the need for something comes up becomes essentially you are forced to or you really step out of your your uh comfort zone or you're forced to kind of uh, make new ways to achieve what you want so uh, during this time this idea of uh, making classes or art related workshops kind of uh, came up and since i am an art therapist as well uh, i thought of using that as a means to spread the word and to engage with the people who follow my page and interestingly that kind of expanded my reach and people started ordering and and uh, shared how it's okay to uh, get the artworks delivered even after post lockdown you know so the reason why i mentioned the entire thing is uh, because you know uh, as you, as you as you rightly mentioned you know everything digitalized does seem you know to have uh, the the upper hand but in the midst of it there are still people who value what is made by hand there's this uh, sense of uh, rawness and uniqueness that only hand done pieces can capture and you know people who really appreciate uh, this style and the effect of it i would say people uh, like me we've been pushed uh, to use and stretch our creativity even more to cater to uh, the needs of the people in 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 quite unique ways like how how i mentioned yeah yeah so wow. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think uh, I've heard uh, like uh, I mean no offense against anybody but you know there are a lot of businesses actually had a lot of impact I mean uh, a, phys- a physical and commercial impact due to the covid and of the very few uh, businesses that actually boomed I think uh, one would be like the one like yours like calligraphy artists mm-hmm. you know that's what I think because uh, i mean one of in one of our uh, earlier episodes we had this guy dalbert coming up so he was a studio designer and mm-hmm. his business was something again that boomed so you know of mm-hmm. the very it's like a very niche of the niche so some of the businesses that boomed actually was you know calligraphy and media i mean mm-hmm. i think it is like people has actually understood i mean i think people started valuing more during this time you know mm-hmm. and especially being an art you being an art therapist i mean in a season like this you know when people's mental health is actually absolutely, really absolutely. affected mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. you know man, this art therapy has been actually a great relief you know mm-hmm. it has become a, a lot more you know as a uh, as a source of you know uh, uh, as a source of you know relief for them mm-hmm. so i think you know i think that has actually you know that was one out of the reason why you know uh, the the boom actually happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but so uh how do you think about the hand artists you know do, do you think like you know uh, in 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 due to digitalization and digital rendering and you know all the applications and we have apps coming out each and every day i mean we have new software applications coming out i mean at least every single hour i would say because all around the all around the world 207 countries there are a lot of creators working on this so do you think that hand work artists would have a decline in the coming years mm-hmm. um i i would say time will tell but uh, personally i i choose to think not you know there won't be a decline uh, i'll tell you why i feel uh, that way you know all of us all of us have this 
uh, thing that's inbuilt in us. I would call it the creativity DNA. Or uh, you know, we have this. As I as I said, you know, there's this need to uh, sense and feel and touch. Uh, and to just to just to remind ourselves of our our humanity and our, our human nature, you know, that's I, I think that's why people appreciate art so much. You know, be it someone who uh, is not creative or who uh, does not do art, you know, uh, be it even someone who who doesn't spend a lot of time in the art galleries, be it just five minutes, you know, there's something about art that really captures, as you as you mentioned, you know, it captures attention. It it does. Uh, have something that that really catches your eye, and so uh, you know, no matter how much we say we have developed or we have progressed, people still love something that's handed. Even uh, you know, even though getting something printed uh, would be more cheaper and more you know accurate or perfect uh, in that sense, uh, you know, hand hand and work has it uh, a sense of um, I would say groundedness. It captures something. Uh, very raw and real, which no printed, no technology can replace. And so people still have this liking towards hand printed. Uh, you know, I, I follow a lot of uh, these textile uh, pages on Instagram and I see a lot of people still ordering for hand hand printed, uh, you know, clothing. And, you know, people, uh, people don't mind uh, spending a lot just to get uh, work done by these artisans in villages and, you know, uh, so uh, I, I really don't think that there would be a decline because because of the sense of uniqueness that handwork uh, items or products have. And artists like me, however, will need to uh, up our game in terms of marketing and getting the word across and all of that. And I think uh, if we remain equipped and upgrade our skill set and also improve our communication lines on the digital platform, then, you know, there would still be a high demand for hand and products. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's actually a, 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 a very great, I mean, it's actually a legit answer to the question, but I also think that's actually an inspiration and it's actually a call out to other people who actually are planning to become a calligraphy artist or who actually want to be art therapist. I mean, I, I feel it more like, you know, it, it's like an invitation to people, you know, don't give up, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, your art still has a value in mm-hmm. this world. And mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that as more like it. So, and I, I mean, so how has exactly has, you know, calligraphy artists adapted to uh, COVID times? You know, you've been affected. I mean, I think it was like almost all over the world exactly severely hit by COVID. I mean, you know, transportation is an issue. Uh, getting raw materials, you know, it's actually an even bigger issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with all these things, you know, with all, all the limited supply and, you know, the, the, the means of transportation is highly compromised. Mm-hmm. How do you think calligraphy artists has adapted to the COVID crises? Uh, so, like you know, as I as I shared my story, COVID did uh, kind of uh, throw a curveball at all the uh, calligraphy artists and all those who seek livelihood through maybe you know performance and live art and the sale of actual hand-done art pieces. But as I mentioned previously, uh, sometimes you know you you get stretched and necessity does push you to think out of the box. And I remember doing my first live video on Instagram. Uh, in the month of May and till then uh, so it's been like uh, since 2017 I've been running this page till so like uh, the past three years I never had the guts or the courage to to put my face out there because I thought okay it's better to have my products on display rather than you know my face but uh, you know uh, COVID really 
uh, was instrumental in in pushing me to to show my face out there and you know really engage with the people on a personal level so the box that i would say covid tried to put me in or put us in in one way forced us to expand our boundaries and try new avenues and so uh i i tried my hand at doing art therapy workshops which is a huge uh, hit i would say because as you as you as you also mentioned you know during this time mental health has um really hit a toll and people need uh new ways to to kind of process the entire thing everything that's been happening uh, around this pandemic and so um these workshops i had been planning for a really long time but it never materialized i wanted to do it in person actually but uh this is how it had to start and so a lot of folks a lot of calligraphy artists i i started seeing you know uh they started putting up online stores and you know started taking up classes skill impartation uh sessions and along with that just engaging with the crowd on a personal level through like like how i mentioned through live videos or uh through through one on one um you know uh classes and uh so uh, also i think uh covid gave us a lot of time to upgrade our skill so i think that's that's how uh, a lot of us uh, i see a lot of us you know uh, adapting and kind of i would say flourishing or blooming through this this whole season uh, i think yeah i think i think that's very much true i mean i have a friend uh, i mean okay, we'll we'll see him in the podcast so, sooner so he actually did this something because i mean just when you said about mental health so he actually saw uh, a different venture with mental health so he actually did something called relaxing tapes so it's actually meant to so you it's actually a one hour long tape mm-hmm. that he actually rendered and he actually created mm-hmm. so if you actually put that on and go to i mean you just like put that in your earphones mm-hmm. i mean you'll automatically sleep in and you know it's like mm-hmm. it gives you so much soothing i mean i slept like at 12 in the <laughs> afternoon by listening to that mm-hmm. so it's such soothing i mean people has taken people have taken mental health as a serious thing because in the season i mean even every i mean most of the world is working in an it related uh-huh. field i mean every, we are all sitting in front of laptops <laughs> i mean yeah. virtually or literally yeah. so in, in in that case you know i think it is mental health has become a serious deterioration and people are actually being affected uh-huh. you know, intensely i would say by 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 what ha- what is happening all uh-huh. around the world uh-huh. and you know when when you know all you have all you can do is like you know even you know 9 to 5 do- job it's like sit and after that you i mean i mean you just have like 8 to 9 hours and then you have again i mean you can sleep again 8 hours but again you have 8 hours you are simply sitting you're doing nothing i mean people actually get you know deteriorated with their mental health and people i think people actually uh you know they get uh, i mean i, I mean it, it's a, it's it's a tough world i mean it's competition and it's uh-huh. pressure i mean in, in that case i mean when these things are happening and art therapy i mean like just like you said the workshops which has been uh-huh. a huge hit i mean which you uh-huh. actually plan i think you know, it, it came out at the right time you know because yeah, in, a yeah. play, in a time when everybody needed it uh-huh. i think that actually has a bigger impact than like uh-huh. keeping it back up uh-huh. so i think it is it is actually something that actually i would say is like a uh i think it was a great blessing to other people i mean honestly speaking uh-huh. i think you know uh-huh. all those people who attended those uh workshops you know i think it will be a really great thing so are you like planning to do the workshops ag- again in the future yes absolutely uh i i just did a um first session the, the first session had a couple of 
uh, you know, uh, other, um, I took in different kind of uh, age groups. I had different batches. So uh, that, that took me around like uh, um, around eight to nine batches. And uh, so um, I, I'm still, I'm still following up with the people who attended. And so I am planning a series, not just a one-time thing, but a, a series where, where people can, uh, you know, take in like, a four-week course or something like that, which will which will really deepen in what the process that we did in in that one hour or, or that one-time session. Yeah. So looking forward yeah, think, to yeah. it. So so guys, you know, who is listening to these this this so just wait up. You know, actually, Meghna Grish has something cooking in a pot mm. sooner or later. So make sure you guys check her out because you know if you don't follow the pages. Uh, I don't think, I mean, I think you're going to miss these things. So, I mean, I'll try my best to get into this next session because I mean, from what I've heard, I think it's like, it's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty soothing. So uh, I want to, I want to ask you this. So uh, what message do you think you you need to give to all those creatives out there? I mean, you know, just like I mentioned earlier, I mean, the the call out that you gave to people, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, in a season like this, I mean, when, you know, I, I think it is like at the right word to use is like competition. I mean, mm-hmm. when people see something, you know, the, when, when, when they start want to start something, I mean, they see a lot of competition around them and they actually tend to quit. Mm-hmm. So in, in people like that, passionate people who actually, you know, want to do something else and, you know, uh, what message would you like to give to those creatives? Okay, wow. Uh, so, um, you know, if, if you were to ask a 10-year-old, uh, if, you, if you were to ask... 10-year-old Meghna, you know, uh, or even tell her that uh, she'd be selling her artwork in the future or she'd be doing a podcast or, uh, you know, that she'd be uh, venturing into the space of art therapy, you know, uh, especially in India, it's it's just an um, upcoming field. People are just, uh, you know, getting the awareness, you know, and where the arts is used to bring healing, recovery, restoration, and where she has to kind of uh, bring awareness and pioneer pioneer it you know the little girl would have uh, probably laughed or uh, just shrugged it off uh, little did she know that uh, she'd be doing that in the future so uh, the first and foremost uh, i would i would i would say you know to all all those people who have a passion who have a uh, something that is worth pursuing a gifting worth pursuing you know never think about your future from where you're at always dream high and keep at it uh, you know, if, if I were to tell my story in like in uh, very briefly, very, you know, a few minutes as a child, uh, I used to paint a lot. I used to scribble a lot so much that even our walls had uh, all of my doodles and uh, cat figures and all of that, you know, but growing up uh, because of because the style, my the the, the um, you know, art uh, that I did did not match up with the expected kind you know I, I I felt quite dejected I felt quite discouraged because I would be compared to others or I myself started comparing uh you know with with other artworks and other other artists and you know children of my own age group who are doing really good uh in in their space and you know uh, I wouldn't win prizes and uh you know uh the whole performance pressure kind of really uh, took a toll and, and it, it really affected my confidence to an extent that I stopped something that I'm so passionate about, something that uh, today I can't think of um, 
a day without you know some kind of a, a artistic uh, exercise or something to do with art you know i can't think of a day where i would i would uh, you know live uh, you know so i i stopped just because you know just thinking that i am not good enough or or what i have is not worth it worth uh, or it, it doesn't have value and so till the moment that god started doing a real deep work in me uh you know uh not just with what he had given in my hand but also connected to my relationship with with god you know as i explored my relationship with jesus he started uh, i would say unearthing all the giftings that had been buried and just left loose and so that's how i really uh you know i started picking up art again uh after after a period of like 10 years uh and uh because i had reached a place of understanding that i am what he says i am that is a much loved child or a, or a daughter and that trumps what i do when that clicked the rest of it kind of uh, came easy uh, easy in the sense like you know it it it, it did not uh, i i wouldn't say there were no struggles or challenges but uh, it kind of uh, really tr- i i was able to transition into it uh, without the whole baggage of 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 you know fear of failure fear of making a mistake or or do or you know uh, matching up with with my contemporaries or my peers so um, you know i started doing artwork mastering up courage to explore and i used to be very scared of writing with a brush because i thought i was in skilled or good at it but you know um, now if you see most of my artworks uh, i use uh, really fine brushes and so um, this is just to uh reach out and tell anyone who's listening to this uh podcast you know uh your past really does not determine where you will be at in the future and uh so uh you know practice and the fact that god has called me into this space uh not just for me personally in terms of my artwork or selling my products but also in terms of adding value to another to give another person this gift of art and uh, you know encouraging them to to kind of uh sort their way through uh, their mental mess through creative means you know um uh, god has really called me into that space and it was him that uh, you know gave me the boldness to pursue and persevere even when uh, you know there were times when i used to get feedbacks and corrections regarding my artwork uh, saying you know the it's not properly aligned or you know something like that and uh i i could have easily slipped into a discouragement mode again but uh you know um th- that's that's really how the name uh came about beauty from ashes you know god is still in the process of making masterpieces out of the messes of our lives and you know he's he is the master artist you know painting on uh you know painting on the canvases of our lives pictures of grace and i connect uh with god when i paint you know it's like how eric liddell uh, in uh, you know uh, charity of i he he mentions uh, that when he runs he feels the pleasure of god you know uh, when i do something creative i feel like it's not just uh, you know painting or or drawing or whatever it's something more deeper and so uh, all those people who are thinking of starting a page or, or putting your work out there i would say keep at it you know whatever is your area of influence or your place to be a place to which you you feel like you're uh, you need to be you know you are called into you know i would say um 
you know uh, what find find out or if you have found out if you have found it out already that's that's really good you know what is it that fuels you or energizes you or makes you you know uh, up and active you know find that build on it practice and keep pursuing it uh, build on your skills and you know uh, build on your passion and couple it with your purpose and mix it both together with prayer and you know faith and you know obviously you're 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 bound to to make history for god and with god and so uh, you know god god is still in the business of uh, making beautiful things out of out of ashes so so yeah uh, that's that's what i'd like to say yeah wow you know i, I mean i mean i actually had to ask you what your back story was and you actually shared that already so i think that's pretty nice i mean i know when i see it i mean you know when i when you just told your story i mean uh when you just said you know when you knew god i mean you know, the the identity i mean i think it's like i think that's the case for most of us i mean even for me and at the time you know i didn't know who i was i mean mm-hmm. even though we know people i mean you know the name is there but you know we are all you know at one point of time we are we were all in a in an identity crisis mm-hmm. and then there's a redemption that comes up after that and that's mm-hmm. when you know who you are mm-hmm. i mean you know and that that moment you know when you when you actually did not have an identity few minutes back and then you actually know who you are mm-hmm. i mean i think that is like one of the greatest points in our life that we can actually keep up as the greatest absolutely, memory absolutely because mm-hmm. that is like you know that's a defining point i mean that's mm-hmm. like a, that's a, that's like the turning point more like i i, I wouldn't say turning i would say defining exactly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. identity defines who you are your identity is who is actually the definition of your personality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that uh, that defining point is actually where people actually i mean most people miss that mm-hmm. because they they are looking every, everything at the wrong side but you know mm-hmm. just like you said you know when you knew god i mean when that point when that point of identity came in i think that's like you know that's something massive i mean identity i mean that's a that's a word you know that we actually search for but you know we never find what the answer is because we are not looking at it mm-hmm. but you know that story was you know i mean the story about how you shared about how you know how artists you know how to, uh, need to cope up with the with the with the, with, the, with the with the new new normals and the, with the new trends i think that's actually something really great i think it's going to be a great inspiration for a lot of people who's listening to this i mean i can say i mean i know a lot of people who are actually doing something new mm-hmm. and you know when we see people you know doing these things i think it's like it's something really great i mm-hmm. mean i think it's something that is actually you know something that we can actually i think it's something that we are proud of you know when people actually do something different i mean i i think that is actually something that you should actually you know i you should honor them because you know mm-hmm. when they do something like that it's mm-hmm. actually something they're taking a lot of valiant effort you know it's something yes, something yes. that Uh-huh. it's not i mean i think you know most people i mean i i i know a lot of people you know who actually think like you know the media industry is like one of the underrated ones you know art you know i mean like you know when you design something you say okay okay this is so much, so and so uh-huh. rupees so and so uh-huh. dollars and people like oh, that's too expensive i mean very true very true i keep i you know i keep running into there's there's two 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 categories of people one uh, you know, one set who who really appreciates and understands you know this it uh, did not happen you know uh, through a printer uh, a person had to really spend hours and hours uh, in perfecting and and i i remember this quote uh, you know somewhere um, i i read you know when you're paying an artist you're not just paying for the piece but you're paying for all those hours that the artist really failed and messed up and you know had to really sharpen her skill and uh, and the, the second category as you mentioned is uh, you know people who think that it's too much or or it's overpriced or but you're really supporting the artist you're not just paying for the work 
Uh, you're you're really encouraging so so yeah 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 i mean you know, i mean i've seen people i mean you know even i was there in that misconception you I mean, know that's too expensive but when you actually see the amount of time one person puts into it i mean even though it's a white canvas i mean like you said you no know, how many times they redid maybe tore off that canvas and did on mm-hmm. a new one and again use a new one i mean you know it's a trial and error method mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. you are bound to make mistakes i mean we are not perfect there are there, there's no uh, control z or undo button <laughs> sadly <laughs> for for hand and hand and works <laughs> you got if 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 something messes up uh, you'll have to start from scratch again sadly there's no yeah undo button <laughs> yeah but but still i mean you know i think that has to become a culture between us i mean within us especially because you know when an artist does something i mean i think that should be really valued i mean even if it's as small as like maybe a 3 by 3 uh-huh. or even if it's as big as like a 13 by 13 uh-huh. it doesn't matter how i mean even if it's big or small i think you know artists i mean should art is something that should be valued not uh-huh. undervalued or uh-huh. overvalued i mean it's something that should be valued and uh-huh. i think that's a culture that we need to you know we Absolutely. we need to cultivate yeah yeah very true very you know, true because I think you know I mean even even I mean I had that misconception so that's why I'm able to understand this more uh-huh. and more you know I used to tell people you know that's too costly I mean you know when I I mean I feel really bad about it I'm not proud of it but, you know but I feel bad about it but still you know the work that you guys do and artists as calligraphy artists I mean we are actually featuring a, a lot of designers in, in the series I mean you know in this podcast series so and some people come out you know most people actually have this concern I mean and I I'm I'm, I'm actually able to relate it I know how hard uh-huh. it is you know for people but still i mean you know to all those artists out there you know i think that one message that make that grish gave out you know find your identity i mean you know find the place you know find you know you find that defining point i mean at some point you know people might have missed that you know some people might have like you know thought like you know there's still there's nothing but there's a defining point always in your life where you know you actually know what to do you actually know when you actually have a vision when you actually have any fine purpose and when you find your passion you know that's uh-huh. a defining that's a part of the defining point Yeah, so I think, because, you, know, all... you know what? Uh, and just just to add on uh, very very quickly, uh, you know, you find a lot of um, really gifted people, but uh, you know, you can be really talented, you can be really good at your your area of expertise or your area of skill, but if you if you are not rooted, if you're not grounded, what happens is either it can get to your head or you won't be able to sustain what. uh you know what you have so i think that's that's very important uh, identity and knowing who you are because uh you know uh, you will you will reach this place where neither success nor failure will affect you you will just be uh just just be in a place of contentment knowing that you know you have uh something worthwhile and you know what you're doing has value and you yourself are valuable you know that 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 makes the difference in you know sustaining what you have or or kind of carrying you through not just for a year two year but you know uh for for years for more years for more years yeah Wow, yeah, you know, thank you. you know, I think that's a that's that's a, I mean I, I think that was like a word of thanks you know like the final part of it but you know I think that, that you nailed it you basically nailed it I would say. Uh but you know thank you so much for being with us you know for doing this quick session. I mean I I mean I think you know I think you should do more art therapy and you know I think more people would reach you out in the future. I mean I think you're going to expand it on a broader basis uh, and I yeah. hope and I pray that you know this is going to be a really great venture and yes, you know in yes. this season. Thank you thank you, know, you so much. Oh, you're welcome and i think you know people actually should i mean i i tell i mean all, all the people who are in india or anywhere in the world so go check out make like grace i think she can you know we can do something with the international shipping as well you know since everything is opening up so you know we can keep that in mind <laughs> but still 
you know, it's in the works, but, you know, go ahead, check her out. Beauty from Ashes. I mean, she's more known as Beauty from Ashes rather than Meghna right now. So <laughs> I think, you know, it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's like a paradox right now. You know, she's actually not like that. So it's both the same person, but it is actually, she's a beautiful artist, a really great person and who works with her hands, you know, literally works with her hands. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and go check her out, you know, and make sure you guys follow her. Maybe, you know, order something if you guys like it. And she's yes. a really cool person to interact with. <laughs> You know, she's like, uh, it's like a marketing trick. So, <laughs> uh, thank I'm you, Matthews. Joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much, you know, for being here. I mean, I, I believe, you know, a lot of people are going to find, you know, I mean, uh, maybe this might be actually a great point for someone who's about to quit from this. But, you know, I think this is going to be a turning point for them too. So thank you so much, Meghna. And thank you so much to all our listeners for listening to us, for listening to this podcast. And, you know, make sure you stay tuned and make sure you check out Meghna and then you stay, get, you make sure you stay tuned. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to feature someone else and, you know, it's good. And we, we're going to, we have a lot of stuff lined up in the next few months. So make sure you guys follow us and make sure you follow Meghna Girish as well. So thank you so much, people, for listening to us. This is Bell with Us Podcast. Matthews Joseph is signing off with Meghna Girish. Thank you.